Pals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the spoiler-filled version of Happy Death Day. I guess the first thing I should have actually said since we, since I talked, uh, spoiled the one-line summary is the opening credits. Was, was I right? Was I right in saying as soon as you saw the opening credits, you were like, you might be like, yeah. I'm in good hands? Yeah, you kind of get the, they, they set the gimmick up right away. Dude, the, the opening credits for the second one are... Yeah, you you literally said. All right, I, I'll stop teasing the second one. But you did say, I don't know how they can do this again, and the opening credits will just tell you, like, oh shit! All right, cool. Um, but what do you want to talk about first about the spoiler section? Of this? Um, I think they did a really good job with putting in little red herrings everywhere. Um everything from her dad calling multiple times to um there was another one too um all right some red herrings that i remembered since i was just watching part of it uh the first night there's a guy in a group who like looks at her and you yeah. you assume that's the killer but no it's just some dumbass who can't avert his eyes after an appropriate yeah, amount his, of time his, his name was mike <laughs> <laughs> the, the serial killer and then there, um, were, there was the red herring of the, uh, well, we, it was a jump scare technically, but the guy that she was making out behind her sorority sister's back, uh, he, that guy scared him, scared, scared her. And then there was the red herring of the guy she went on one date with who is closeted, yeah. uh, yeah. and red herring of the, the teacher she's bucking um doctor this is this is the spoiler section so please fuck off because i'm about to run out of red herrings um red herring of the woman she's kissing the guy she likes behind her back um who did you think it was like once it got deeper into the movie her dad yeah all right because they they, because every day her phone her day started off with her dad calling it would throughout the night there was one phone call she'd always miss and she'd get she'd listen to the voicemail of her dad. So I thought it was gonna be him. Yeah. I remember here uh, I was just hearing the voiceover that he gave on her second night, which I had actually missed saying I waited for an hour <laughs> to the meeting. All right. So then I guess uh since that was your primary guess, right? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that was my prim- yeah, that was my primary guess. How did that scene of them reuniting at lunch hit? What was that um, experience like for you? Well, that whole day, um, she was trying to make men's and everything too. Um, so really, it really hit well. I was disappointed a little bit, like just a micro for a microsecond there. Disappointed that um, the day didn't, that wasn't the day that they ended with. Like she did all that and then it wasn't. Oh, yeah. She still had one more day after that because she woke up. Um, so like the day where she started off with the guy and everything like that and her dad and making or making up with her roommate that, you know, um, that is and then so kind of fucking st- st- clever. dumping the chocolate milk was not the day that they ended on. So that, it didn't occur to me. That's so fucking clever. Cause they literally like did one more red herring or subversion, not, not a red herring. Well, but- yeah, because she kills the serial killer guy and she was like, oh, okay, good. I'm, I'm safe. 
then she has the party with her her soon to be new boyfriend or whatever. They eat the cupcake and then she dies in her sleep. Yeah, yeah. I I just absolutely love that they tricked us with the original Groundhog ending. Yeah, <laughs> like this is the day that she's doing ice sculptures and finally taking the girl that her coworker out to dinner and just just having a great day. Oh, was not the day that they ended on. Yep. God, I love that. All right. So, uh, was it a surprise seeing that it was the roommate? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I spaced that one out and then, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't have put it together for sure. It would have, they had to show me. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have guessed. All right. Did you, I would have guessed somebody completely like third that we had never seen before, before I would have guessed the roommate. Nice. Uh, did you watch it alone? No. All right. Cause I was going to say, if you were going to rewatch it soon, it's, it's very interesting picking up on all the little hints or mannerisms in acting. Like, of course, I mean, there's easy ones that are hints that aren't obvious. Like you didn't even blow out the candle <laughs> or yeah. like, Oh, why'd you throw it out? Too many cars. <laughs> like it's easy to, miss misunderstand why she's frustrated but ooh there are so many delicious little moments that that actor must have if i was her i'd be like ah, audiences aren't going to pick up on shit on a first watch um, <laughs> i mean truthfully like pulling off a magic trick it feels good otherwise magicians wouldn't do it <laughs> you yeah. know and i Good acting and good storytelling is a magic trick, which, wow, where, how'd I just get into corny territory? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, okay. Ba- do you have a favorite? No, that just seems like a leading question. I'll just tell you my favorite death. When, uh, ooh, what was the guy's name? Um, the serial killer? No, Carter. Uh, Carter. Oh, yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah. When Carter dies, like she won, she won. She saw the day as a win. But if she continued, Carter would be permanently dead. Like that was such a good wrinkle. I I just fucking love that. Like, wow, you actually. I mean, Bill Murray went through thousands of days, so of course he went fucking insane. Uh, or um, there's also another movie, uh, Palm Springs. It's yep. another um, with, um, Sandberg. If we haven't reviewed that, uh, we should eventually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we have. But that's a that's a great movie with uh, Sandberg with uh, uh, there's, the, yeah, there's she, a famous the, actress the she, the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Spoilers for How I Met Your Mother and uh, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only live action J- Jonah Jameson but that is a fantastic movie everyone should check it out on Hulu um, J.K. Simmons yeah um, Peter Galler well just kind of swinging through looking for faces I recognize um, the, the lady's name is Kristen Matoli I don't know uh yeah sure Kristen 
Miliati. Miliati, sure. I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Although it's interesting, I'm seeing the. I looked up who's the mother from How I Met Your Mother to see her name, and it showed that she was played by Kristen Miliati, the character, but also someone named Mifanwi Tucker. Literally M Y F A N W Y. That's cool. I wonder if that was just like the body double or whatever um, when she was doing all the stand ins and stuff. Yeah, most likely. But, uh,. Okay, so while we think of more things to talk about in this movie, how do you, what would your idea be? Maybe I shouldn't ask this, but what would your idea be for a sequel? Because I don't, I don't want you to fall in love with your own idea and then be disappointed. I have no idea. I was thinking about that when I was watching this movie because obviously knowing there's a second one, I was like, okay, there has to be new people. <laughs> and then, so then I looked it up and I was like, oh no, the cast is, it's the same main lady. And I was like, oh no, how are they going to do this? Yeah. Um, they could go backwards in time, I guess. I would think it I think it would kind of be dumb if they if like she got stuck in the in a loop like later on the next week or something. I think that would be kind of dumb. Um Happy but, Death uh, Day's Eve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um if she like relived her mom's death or something like that, I think it would be because obviously they alluded to that. In in death day one of how her, her mom died on her birthday i th- i think it's fair to say that you could tell by my face fall that that is not what happens in the sequel however my god if that's the idea for number three i that's i'm just here for it because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that would be so emotional uh also anyone should watch the final girls that's a horror comedy that is absolutely not horror at all, um, but is so fucking good. <laughs> um, so cool. I mean, they could do something like they could do something like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, what? obviously it's not because you told me, but I mean, yeah, I but, have a feeling that the gimmick stays. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking on this rewatch on this like half rewatch before recording i did watch the whole movie like three days ago uh, if anyone's like what wait what Cheater. are you reviewing something that you've that you only watched two years ago and then half today um i was thinking it's so fascinating the the groundhog day type uh movie like there's such a strict it's like how i've heard romance movies there's such a strict structure but there's so much room to play in there. Like I, I was thinking about it from a writer's perspective. Like you have such a rigid structure, but you really need to be smart with your writing to get all the setups down that are going to repeat every day. I mean, it's, I guess you could also look at it as pretty easy, like paint by numbers if you wanted to, but to make it yeah, work, you just, you just draw the, the original day. And then you can just have lines coming off it, like here's the break points. Yeah, but but doing it in a way where it resonates and sticks with you, like I could see a, a version of this that's just vapid and checks the off the boxes and la di da and easy, definitely an easy one. Yeah, but and, and the easy the easy version of this movie would have been just have the serial killer be the. Um, 
be the ultimate. I mean, I think that would have been the easiest. Oh, like you get out of the loop by killing the serial killer? Yeah. So I think that would have been the easy loop. I guess we technically got that. We did, but it wasn't the ultimate, so she still went in the same loop. Wait, did she ever kill her actual killer? Before the end? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Wait, so what was the ultimate loop? Um, Her roommate. Oh, you meant the the serial killer. I, I, okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you wanted to just check the boxes and make this easy, the serial killer would have been the easy way to go. Gotcha. I We were on different pages of the same book because I was like, okay, the baby killer. <laughs> the baby baby <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, true. But, like, I, I, I like all that. One, she's got to call the police for that guy who collapsed with alcohol poisoning. That pillow ain't doing shit <laughs> if he's collapsed. Was it alcohol poisoning or was it that they were just exhausted? I read that he was saying something about 46 hours. It's only been 46 hours or something like that. So I figured it was just exhaustion. No, it was exhaustion, but I read that as fraternity initiation exhaustion with severe alcohol in. uh, uh, Yeah, fair enough. Severe uh, imbibing. (laughs) That's the one I was looking for. Uh, So, but like adding things like. Oh, the creepy guy who won't leave me alone after one date. He's closet. It's simple. It's simple, yeah. but it's also horror movies. So I'm not. I'm not asking horror movies to be the next blind spotting or whatever. Um, although I will take this opportunity to shit on an Eli Roth film called Hostel because it. It that was the first time I ever saw any kind of gay storyline introduced in a horror movie, and it was so tantalizing. Spoilers for Hostel, but fuck Hostel. Um, uh, only, wow. Hey, there are better movies by Eli Roth. Cabin in the Woods, for one. Check that out. Okay. But I've in this, yeah. But in this one, they're you know Americans on some trip or some shit, and one guy accidentally or gets hit on by uh, a, an out gay man, an older man. And he's like, oh, whoa, hey, I'm not, I'm not gay, and my, and then later they actually run into each other and the older guy gets an opportunity to just have a little like talk like, Hey, sorry for misunderstanding, but like, you know, I was, I was married with children and I I didn't know I was gay until well into that relationship. And I changed my life and I've, I've never been happier. I wish I hadn't been living a lie for so long. And there was this moment I'm just like, Oh shit. Are we adding a nuanced conversation about and the person he's talking to who was like oh i'm not gay like you got the hint like oh no this young man is gay he just hasn't realized it and he's not out holy sh-. like we're having this really great moment just for a a nuanced conversation i've never seen that i'm i'm like this is a normal whatever horror film and yeah but you've added some and then the next thing we hear about him is someone opening a flip phone is like ah is that that guy's severed head? And he's gone. And I was like, why'd you, why'd you waste? Why add that? Why, why, why'd you add that detail and then just do nothing with it? Yeah. It was like, it, it was like, so, and it was so tantalized. It was such a juicy storyline to me. And I'm straight, but like, it was, it was so juicy. And then you just threw it out. It'd be like making orange juice and be like, but we're only using we're, no ripe oranges. 
Look at that beautiful ripe orange. Get the fuck out of here. What do you think this is? <laughs> uh, this is hostile orange juice, bitch. <laughs> Old, only moldy ones. So that's the only reason I'm like, fuck. If it wasn't for that, I'd be like, eh, hostile. Eh, it's fine. But man, it really shits the bed at the finish line. Uh, that would, I would be mediocre about it, but the fact that it offered such a such a delicious meal and was like, yes, we could be a much better horror f- than just some normal horror film, and then I was like, nah, fuck that. I threw it. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> I'm just like, oh fuck you. <laughs> Way to bring Andy Sandberg back into this into this podcast twice in the same one. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That's the only reason I'm actually angry at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, I don't know. I don't want to put this movie as a comedy comedy horror movie. Like, um, but I mean, I, I guess it could be considered that first half of the movie kind of not, second half a little bit more. Um, but it's not like a straightforward horror movie. This is a weird movie to kind of put in and you kind of have to tell somebody like the the gimmick. You can't explain this movie and kind of say, "Well, it's kind of a this movie or kind of a that movie," without telling them the gimmick. Would I mean, you I, thriller? I wouldn't put it in thriller. I wouldn't put it in horror movie. I wouldn't put it in like a slasher or anything like that. I mean, it's I don't know. How about kind of a weird spot? Yeah. How about this? Eighty percent Groundhog Day, ten percent me or no. 70% Groundhog Day, 20% Mean Girls, 10% horror film. Scream. Sc- scream. Well, Scream, I would actually say, is genuinely horror. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why it's only 10%. Oh, 10% Scream? Yeah. Thank, thank you. I was like, fuck, I didn't think of a horror film at the end of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> something something that's actually kind of scary. Actually, yeah. Something, something to that effect. Okay. Because, and... Ooh, one thing I'm I wanted to talk about is I loved that they made her an actual mean girl. Like an actual yes. asshole. And and not through, through most of it. Yeah. And not like I wouldn't even take her rudeness as some caricature plastiques from the Mean Girls. I mean, Mean Girls is a great film and it brings a lot of nuance to the script and stuff. But but I think it's fair to say that their goal was to make vapid women or vapid high school t- mean girls put together more by plastic surgery than DNA. Um, yeah. But like on the first day after that one woman comes up, is like, we don't want anyone here looking like sluts. Like she literally goes later. She's like, Oh, I was wondering why she was being so nice to me. I was like, that was nice. Like, <laughs> but it felt very real. Someone who's like an asshole inherently would see degrees of assholery as being nicer. <laughs> and them both being, I guess, catty to each other at her birthday party and her lying and be like, I would never do that to you. Oh, you lying. I don't know what they said, but like you lying bitch. And it's like, at least my name wasn't blowy or whatever. Uh, it's like, Oh shit. You really flipped from that. I'm a nice person to, Oh fuck you, bitch. <laughs> um, but, Oh, and then 
when the doctor slash teacher's wife came in. That first Which time, the, the first time, I mean, both times, but that first time, especially just, I could see it in her eyes. Like, Oh, she would, I would consider her to be a red herring too. Cause it, it, the look okay. on her face tells me that she knows something deeper is going on. Yeah. And I loved how he was different every time the teacher, mm-hmm. like the first time he's like, no, we can't do this. We can't keep doing this. The second time was like, you don't love me. I want what I can't have. And then what was it? I didn't get to see the third time today. So I'm blinking a little bit. Uh, it, that that's when she's actually dumping him and he's like, he's mad about so, it. And then he, Oh yeah. He tells her, um, you're not going to be able to skate through my class. And she's like, I already dropped it. I was like, Oh, okay. So he, yeah, he's playing hot and cold, just trying to always keep her on her toes. So she doesn't know. And then as soon as he's rejected, he turns into the, the, uh, the adult version of that guy in high school or college. who would be like, Hey, you want to come back to my dorm? It's like, no. All right. Well, I'd, you're a fat bitch. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, Oh really? That's where you were. Yeah. You really weren't. I wouldn't fuck you if you paid me. It's like, Oh yeah. Is that is that the truth? Okay, okay, tiny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I've told you and stuff like Charlie Bartlett and things, I like a rock solid script that just flourishes with character. Oh, do I love that? <laughs> and good good segue. So this was written by Scott um, Derrickson. L- okay. I'm gonna go Lobdell. <laughs> Sorry, Scott Derrickson is the director of uh, the first Doctor Strange and a horror f- director. So I don't oh, know okay. why I just I straight up just pulled a uh, Ted Lasso on you, like, oh yeah, my friend Shirley's Theron. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Scott Lobdell. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a lot of comic books, which included X Men. I'm seeing that right now. So there you go, X Men fan. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because the the good. I haven't read any of his comic books, uh, but the good comic books I've watched really. There's just this talent that I don't think I possess in immediately being able to put a lot of character into a, fr- a comic book frame without a lot of words. I'm just like, how'd you do that? <laughs> the only one I can say is unfortunately an uncanny X-Men. I think it was that was written by Joss Whedon and it just had moments from the different X-Men and all these thought balloons and Wolverine's was in the middle of, it was all in the middle of a fight Wolverine's was I like beer. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I know everything Got I need it. to know about Wolverine. <laughs> um, wow, fascinating that he did the Tommy Lee Jones movie Man of the House. Never seen that movie, but I think the poster could tell us uh, <laughs> the quality of the film. Uh, all right, just so you don't have to look it up. This is what the poster looks like. <laughs> that looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you judge this book by its cover. <laughs> I'd say. I guess that's unfair yeah. of me to say, <laughs> but yeah, and looks like um, he did 
Godzilla, the TV show, the animated TV show. He did one episode of that. Nice. Uh, Man of the House, Mosaic, which is another animated superhero movie, Happy Death Day, and then Critters Attack in 2019, which is a horror comedy movie. What was the last one? Sorry. Critters. Okay, I gotta look that up. Sorry, I was laughing because... Sorry, Critters Attack, sorry. Sorry, I was laughing because I was sticking to what I said of judging a book by its cover, but confirming with Rotten Tomatoes or something, and I looked up Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is 46%. Mind you, I love audience scores because those are the people who should love it because they chose to go to it. Uh, so it should be artificially inflated and yet it still has a 46 percent uh the critic score is nine percent wow and mind you that just means that nine percent of people thought this was better than a a failing grade like 60 percent or higher but it's still that's rough wow fifty thousand people rated a rotten tomato for the audience score that's a, that's a lot of movie. That's that's a lot of people watch that movie. It's a lot of just. I'm just extrapolating that out and imagining how many people watch it and didn't want to rate it. So in theory, there's five hundred thousand people who actively saw Man of the House and thought, you know what, that I'm, is my cup of tea. You know what, I'm going to go to Rotten Tomatoes and actually do this. But that that's assuming that a full ten percent of people actually wanted to review it. So. There is a reality where 5 million people watched it. (laughs) (laughs) By God. Okay. You know, when I used to watch uh, the Men in Black movie as a kid on VHS, I used to... Were you fancy? I used to turn my... You know how you, uh, for people listening to audio, how you put your lips in and it kind of makes it look like you have gums instead of teeth? Like, oh, I'm that kind of thing. I would do that to try to make my lips be the same thickness as Tommy Lee Jones's. No idea why. I don't know why. I was just like, I like men in black. That, that is the man that looks like me. I like his lips or he's cool. So I will be like, I will have his demeanor. And I tried to do that kind of, to make my lips thinner. Cause he is legendary. It's, it's legendary how thin his lips are that's not true (laughs) (laughs) um yeah god i I wish happy death day had a third one that's such a bummer yeah i mean according to the the wikipedia article there is one active development is what it says but it doesn't it doesn't have a link or anything it doesn't it doesn't even have like um an article attached to it you know like citing your sources kind of thing so i won't i'm not gonna hold my breath I want a happy death day three us. <laughs> Just fuck it. I think it was happy death day to us or something like that. I think that's what the active title was. The second, the, I know the second the one's happy one. death day to you. So yeah, I think, I think the third one's to us. I think where did I see that? Now I just want a third one so that everyone's confused. Like, that would be hard for general audiences in 20 years or for, you know, it kind of shoot them in the foot, but I want a third one that just has a two. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. Happy death day to us is an active development. According to the happy death day Two Wikipedia page. 
But again, no site, no sources cited or anything like that. Happy death day to us. I knew it. I I was looking it up and I was like, I bet they changed that too to uh T O and they did. <laughs> I wanted the full happy death day number two us. But that wouldn't be good branding. Or whatever. Um, yeah, according to Google, though, it was supposed to uh, be in theaters late 2021 or early 2022. So, Wait, wait a minute. Wait, what? Sorry, I was reading something. Say that again. Um, according to Google um, and this website, the release, the third one was supposed to release in late 2021 or early 2022. Well, I have a, the reason I am getting excited is because i have a article from comicbook.com on june 13th and the quote from google said will there the question is will there be a happy death day three and um i'm just making sure there's no spoilers from the second one okay the final moments of happy death day to you tease that the adventures of the narrative were only just getting started but and this is the part that i was like what uh, but underwhelming box office numbers prevented a third film from moving forward. Wait, I'm just going back to me being like, 60 million, that'd be good. Uh, yet, producer Jason Bloom, or Blum, from Blumhouse, recently confirmed a third film is often the topic of discussion with director Christopher Landon, and that was June 13th, 2022. So... I don't know. I know that's not a green light, but I'm glad that Christopher's not given up or Landon, I guess I should say. I mean, this, even like you said, even if you spent nine million, ten million, let's say you spent ten million, and then you got back thirty, forty million, then you're still doing great. You're still you you're safe. You're safe yeah. from it being a shit show. I uh, mean, now you I wouldn't probably immediately greenlit a fourth one. I mean, assuming they wanted it, but I mean, like, but if it's always supposed to be a trilogy, then you have box sets, then you have steelbook trilogies. You, you know, you can really, yeah. October is your month. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if they announced it today, I would be there next year in October watching it opening weekend. (sighs) I just want it. All right. Well, I'll stop harping on the second one since we are going to be reviewing that. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about in terms of spoilers? No, I mean this is I mean this is a pretty straightforward movie when it comes to a lot of things. Um, it does give you some red herrings and stuff like that, but I would say it's a solid movie to watch. I mean, obviously, if you're here, you know you've watched it, but hopefully, you watched it. Um, but I hope the second movie is just as good. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I'll say it feels like 21 and 22 Jump Street to me, except if it was only one of either Phil Lord or Tim Miller. You know, that's a tag team group of directors. It feels like if one of them made a horror film, because to be perfectly fair, 21 and 22 Jump Streets are just off the chain. They're so packed with... (laughs) creativity and shit that i think they're better than these but it are you saying that that giant office looks like a cube of ice 
<laughs> a frozen cube of do you know that they went through like so many different versions of that and never hit until that they had to ADR it they would do it looks like a big solid uh, square of water and no one in the audience would get it <laughs> yeah. well you've kind of got to say ice cubed for people to click the uh, I mean yes I mean I don't know what his actual name is off the top of my head but I mean everybody knows it was ice cube but I mean still he, and uh I guess all I'll say about 21 and 22 Jump Street is easy clap, but the best joke of all time, of course, in those movies is Oh, shit! He's banging the captain's dog. I was just about to say if you know, you know, just to tease people, but yeah. Um, Yeah, uh... I th- I would say that Happy Death Day, just as a, pr- a small preparation, I would say Happy Death Day to you is like the Empire Strikes Back. There's a little more open-ended, of course. So you might be able to knock at points for them not concluding the little bit that's left open-ended. But it, it was made to be concluded. in the- It's not John Wick 3, where like it decides to just cut things off early and then <laughs> and then just set up a whole fourth movie. Um but it should be the middle of a trilogy. And it's it's a bummer it isn't. We're that's why we started this whole podcast. So it could be a yeah. fight for the a good fight before we ever met and I was doing Kingsman minutes. That's why this happened. <laughs> <laughs> All to get happy death day to us done Ooh, wait no i was i was trying to think of where to put a three in and i was like maybe instead of the us and i was thinking of it too <laughs> uh yeah um i mean you could make it an e you put um in the in death you could make it a three so an e see this is why this is why uh brad is a working director in hollywood and i'm doing podcasts <laughs> how did i not this think is, of that this, that's this is this is why i make all the big bucks here uh, <laughs> that would oh my god no i'm just seeing a way of like the d being having it be a baby face with the smile and then as it goes the it turns into a D and an E and the D flip or D and a three and the D flips. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) My my tiny brain can't handle this. (laughs) No, it's more that uh, the guy who wants to be a director needs to learn how to communicate more to others to, to (laughs) communicate his vision. (laughs) But, all right. As the last thing, I just want to see if the actress has any upcoming projects because, you know, they are talented. It's a bummer that the trilogy wasn't finished. And let's see if there's anything cool coming up. Jessica Roth. Boy Kills World, June 27th. How did I not know this? Well, that's her name in the movie. What? Her name in the movie. Her role is uh, June 27th. That's weird. In Boy Meets What? Boy Kills World. Hmm. Oh, I heard about Valley Girl. I wonder if that was good. Anyway, I forgot that she was in La La Land. I believe oh. she's one of the friends. Boy Kills World. Who's directing that? Uh, bummer. 
I was like, hey, maybe it's another one with that director. Uh, Valley Girl has a 5.5. Cool. A dystopian fever dream action film that follows Boy, a deaf mute with a vibrant imagination when his family is murdered. He is trained by a mysterious shaman to repress his childish imagination and become an instrument of death. With Bill Skarsgård, recently having shown up in a movie Barbarian that everyone should watch. Okay. Alright, so she's not going to be a main character because Bill Skarsgård, Famke Jansen, and Charlotte Copley are all on that film. Brett Gilman. Who? Brett Gilman. Um, he's in, I see his picture. He's in so many things. Oh yeah, that's Sexy Man from Stranger Things. Yeah. I love his picture on IMDb. It's like, uh, it's a Jewish honey trap. <laughs> and I say that because he is in a, he's a, positioning himself in a Burt Reynolds-esque way and his t-shirt has a lot of Jewish stars on it. So he's he's looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Harold Kumar, 3D Christmas. Um, My daughter's great uncle is in that movie. Where's the other one? There's another one. that Oh, uh, the other guys. Wait, what? He's, he's he's in the other guys. Gotcha. All right. Anything else for the spoiler review of Happy Death Day to you? Uh, no. I recommend it. All I right. would say I would give it a. Um, I don't remember edible. I don't remember what I gave it. Yeah, edible. All right. Without looking at the trailers, do you think that she is? The sequel focuses on her repeat day. Uh, yes, I'm gonna say she's the she's the main character, and I think it's gonna be her day that's gonna get repeated. And also, after I asked that question, I forgot that I talked about her jumping out of a plane in her underwear. Of course, it would be her. <laughs> well, she was nude in this one, so I mean that's good. She was nude in this one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was glorious. That was hilarious. Um. We, you know, weird to see me comfortable saying, "Yeah, female nudity was glorious." Because they're trying to be all, but well, no one who's listening to this sh- should be listening if they haven't seen it. But if so, by some miracle you haven't seen it and you're here, you will understand when you do. Anyway, this movie might be an edible, or it might be uh, edible to you. And I can't believe I didn't think of doing the repeating gag in the beginning because I said, hey, gals, I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. I literally <laughs> thought of that when I was doing the outro, but I'm so brain dead sometimes. <laughs> oh. But either way, this movie is dope. <laughs> because movies, movies are, are dope. dope. Gals, <laughs> we Brad. just did a whole nother thirty nine minutes. <laughs> just have just have the audio loop. No, so it makes uh, it look like it's super long, but it's only it's like the same thing twice. Honestly, 
if I had thought of ahead of it at all, I would have said, let's do the spoiler free. Let's talk about this and let's write down our notes and then just literally do that for an hour <laughs> and just do 10 minutes, six times and have someone, anyone who would be willing to watch be like, wait, they didn't just copy paste it. <laughs> What the? F- <laughs> Did they seriously just sit here for an hour repeating what they said six <laughs> fucking times? So look out for uh, the non-spoiler happy death day to you. And no, I'll forget. I'll forget. <laughs> Brad's not going to remind me because he's just going to be like, this is a stupid idea. And he'll do it if I remind him. <laughs> but maybe I won't. Well, because the next one is KF- KGF2 chapter oh. two. Hey, you're now a Popeyes boy because you forgot yeah. about KFC. <laughs> K- KGF. Yes, KGF Chapter Two uh, is the next one. Don't worry if you haven't seen KGF Chapter One because I I'm of the opinion skip to two and then go back if you want. I you feel differently though, right? I don't know. I haven't seen two. Or I guess that's true. But uh, Brad likes KGF Chapter One a lot more than I do. Uh, yeah that's true that that is a fact that is a fact uh all right we'll see you then um we already did the outro i'm brian i'm brad find him brad f912 everywhere and bye-bye bye-bye now (laughs) bye-bye